So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan always having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast to another episode where I want to share why you are plateauing, why you're stuck, even though you're eating healthy. And trust me, I can totally relate to this topic because I myself was in this specific situation when I started my vegan journey. I was eating all the organic foods. I was eating as many whole foods as I could. Um, I had people looking at me funny because I ate so much whole food. I still remember this one uh, lunch break at my old workplace where I used to work in a social media agency. And I just had a bowl, like a Tupperware, just full of beans and lentils, like literally just like white beans, peas. And I think there was a bit of, I don't know, other thing in there, like salad maybe. And there was one other employee working there that was like, hey Fritz, what's going on? You're only eating sides. Like, where's the... Where's the real food? Like you're only combining sides for a meal. Is that how a vegan diet works? And back then, of course, was like, haha, uh, of course not. Like it's it's a delicious, it's high protein, everything like that. Um, but deep inside me, I did question myself. Hey, is this actually the right way? Doing plant-based the right way? And over the years, I realized and learned that it's not, okay? And while on paper those ingredients, those foods are healthy, I want to share with you three specific examples uh, that I see talking to so many vegans each day, each week, and each month that are struggling, unfortunately, on their diet. I want to share what common misconceptions they have um, around healthy eating that's holding them back from actually seeing results on their plant-based diet, losing fat and gaining muscle. If you're goal is not to lose fat and gain muscle, then it's cool. I mean, you don't have to. Um, please realize that. Sometimes I feel like people, um, they say that I want everyone to lose fat. Yes, I do think it's, for some people, it's healthier to lose fat um, because when you are leaner, you're less likely to get certain diseases if your BMI is healthier and your body fat percentage is lower um, because of your visceral fat if that's lower, then you are less likely to get certain diseases. However, if that's not your flavor of the month, if that's not your flavor of the year, if you don't want to lose fat and gain muscle, that's totally cool with me. I mean, even better. If you're satisfied with where you're at, that's great. That's totally cool for me. However, if your goal is fat loss and muscle gain, then definitely listen in closely and avoid these three misconceptions, these three mistakes around healthy eating. Uh, one example I always like to touch on is that there's some people, some bloggers, some vegans that um, bake, like to bake. And then they are like, hey, look at this. I made this salt-free, oil-free, sugar-free uh, granola. It's so healthy. Uh, and then they are excited about it. And yes, again, the idea behind it is awesome. I love that they want to make a healthier version maybe a more unhealthy food, quote-unquote. However, here's the deal, just from a science perspective, actually. In these recipes, for example, instead of using sugar, 
they're using agave syrup, okay? Or they're using maple syrup. What's the problem here? The problem is that, again, on paper, in marketing, those things are marketed as healthier. But if you look at the numbers, actually, maple syrup, agave syrup are unhealthier than sugar, which sounds crazy, I know, but let me break it down. So from a science perspective, from a biochemical perspective, sugar is made out of 50% glucose and 50% fructose, okay? Now, that's how it's broken up, basically. When it comes to agave syrup and maple syrup, what happens is that in that production of these things, the sugar amount has a different ratio. So it's higher in fructose and lower in glucose. So it's not 50-50. I don't know the exact number. I would have to look it up. But it's like 51 to 49 or even 52-48 more fructose, which in first, it might sound great because of, yeah, I mean, fructose is healthy, comes from fruit. So that's, that's great. However, industrially produced fructose is one of the unhealthiest, unhealthiest things you can consume, basically. Okay, and that's why high fructose corn syrup is one of the very unhealthiest thing you can ever consume. Um, there are studies showing um, relation, showing correlation uh, and causation on how a high fructose intake um, can yeah, increase certain risk for certain diseases and certain problems. So produced and processed fructose out of the, yeah, that's just produced. That's one of the unhealthiest thing you can consume. And that's where, unfortunately, people need to realize that adding a gave syrup instead of sugar to the meals actually doing yourself a disservice and sugar is healthier like normal white sugar is healthier than a gave syrup and maple syrup which again sounds crazy but just because the fructose amount the fructose ratio is much higher than the glucose ratio okay so that's just one example okay maybe they start instead of using normal flour right like white flour um they start using i don't know other types of flowers, buckwheat flour and stuff like that. Yes, there might be some more nutrients in there, but the calories are the same or even more. Um, so that's another topic I will dive into in a second. But in the end, I want to, on this first example, I want to share that sugar is not the devil. No ingredient is the devil in the end because it doesn't matter how healthy the food, if consumed in the wrong amounts, it will still make you gain weight. And some options aren't even healthier. Okay, so please realize that. So, for example, switching out sugar with the gave syrup. That's one of the examples. Another example is the healthy snack fallacy, what I want to call it, where someone is motivated to get in shape and they are choosing healthier snacks. But the problem is when you put in healthy snacks in Google and healthy vegan snacks or you look it up on Instagram or whatever it is, Usually what comes up is dried fruit, peanut butter, um, tahini, seeds, um, all those things, <clears throat> and nuts as well. <clears throat> and unfortunately, those things, yes, are healthy. However, need to redefine healthy. I think I will do another episode on this. What does healthy mean? Okay, Healthy does not necessarily mean that something is like on paper, the ingredients are healthy and are clean, quote unquote, are whole. 
healthy means something that helps you get to a leaner body fat percentage, helps you achieve a healthier body composition, which I just mentioned, okay? Let's redefine healthy as that. That's what healthy is. As I said, there are so many studies showing that a higher BMI, a higher body fat percentage, a higher amount of visceral fat will have you be more at risk for certain diseases and for dying earlier. While there are not studies showing that for just unhealthy food in general, okay? Please realize that. So healthy means what helps you get to a healthy body fat percentage um, and healthy snacks is another fallacy. Unfortunately, many people fall into I see sometimes um, people posting a healthy snack recipes on Instagram. And again, the intention is good. And I'm not saying these are bad people or anything. The intention is good. Just the execution doesn't make too much sense. So for example, I see, um, like I, I feel like I saw this a lot, like people eating dates with like a ton of peanut butter on there. Of course, the ingredients are quote unquote healthy and maybe even whole foods. But one date and like a tablespoon of peanut butter, there's like 150 calories for like a very small, tiny thing. And for people that want to lose fat, and again, losing fat is healthy, makes it very hard and doesn't make any sense to do that. Okay, so healthy snacks, another fallacy. Um, also like making some cookies out of oats. Yes, again, they might be healthy ingredients, but overall, we want to make sure to focus on our goals and losing fat and gaining muscle. Um, because that is healthy. Also, like overall, people uh, maybe sometimes struggle with saying, hey, I eat healthy, but I'm not losing any weight. Why is that? The reason is, and I struggled with that actually, is because calories matter. Macros matter. Because macros, macronutrients, are what are miraculous. That's how your body uh, transforms. That's how you form and uh, create your physique. So there's protein, fats, and carbs. And if you manipulate them the right way, then you can shape your body, which is pretty awesome. And you can still have all those food. You can still have the healthy cookies. You can still have the sugar-free granola and all those things. You can have those. You just got to have a framework that works for you and that creates results for you on a daily basis. And it's based on calories and on macros. And... Just eating healthy, unfortunately, for many people, just won't cut it, especially on a plant-based diet, because you probably won't get enough protein, <clears throat> you probably overshoot your fats, and also mismanage your carbs as well, okay? So that's one of the reasons. And our clients coming into the program, they come into, this, into the program with these problems, usually. So I've seen this many times, dozens of times, and they get their mind blown from our plant fuel protocol plan fuel nutrition protocol we have, we set in place for them, which shows them how to eat a healthy way, but also in a way that makes them transform their body. So let's redefine healthy, okay? Healthy foods, healthy eating. It's not always about, yeah, just being whole foods or not having sugar, oil, salt. It's about foods that make you get into a lean shape that makes you avoid diseases, Okay. The reason why you plateau, although you're eating healthy, is because you're eating too much. The portion sizes are off and the macro um, distribution is also off. And again, it's not your fault. I've been taught this myself. I had to dig deep to find, to find this out. And after working with hundreds of clients, I've seen it in practice as well, that this is a difference maker. And unfortunately, nowadays, just, that's just like 
information that's getting posted again and again and again because it's just easy to post uh, like a healthy snack post it do is done on Instagram in one minute and it's unfortunately detrimental for many people's uh, results so I, want, I didn't want to be like a negative Nancy on this it's just something that triggers me <laughs> like a topic that triggers me so that's why I, I wanted to share this you can break through this plateau don't worry it's not your metabolism it's not your genetics it's not because you're too old it's because of the approach you're taking. Trust me, if you take the right approach, you will be successful on a plant-based diet. So if you need inspiration, what kinds of food I'm talking about here, you can go to my food page on Instagram, at um, vegan fat loss meals, where I post amazing recipes every single week. And also my main account, you can get some more tips on how to up-level your results on a plant-based diet, okay? Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get some vegans, the healthy way, the sustainable way, but also the efficient way, um, and then also save the planet. All right. Thank you so much for listening in. Peace out. Talk soon. Bye bye. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We we'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then. Keep up the vegan vibes.